Escape of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Campaign Children of Fear by Lynn Hardy uh, Okay, somebody want to catch us up on last week's uh, excitement? Oh yeah, I missed last week. Probably shouldn't be me. No, it should be you. That's been. I know, but I said it shouldn't be before you said it should be, so it won't be. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works. Steve, are you here? What happened to Steve? Apparently, I've been muted for a while. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, there we go. Hey. I knew you were. I knew you were doing the up, the up, the uh, update for us. You were just muted. Oh, Perfect. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was an easy one. There were uh, only three fearless investigators there. Um, let's see. Uh, so we settled into an area of the city, a common guest house. Uh, there was already a and European, excuse me, archaeologist named Dr. Powell there with a bunch of his crew. Uh, apparently, he had been um, busy with the dig site um, in there, uh, exposing some ancient um, paintings in a cave. Um, since we got, we were there resting ostensibly, but we got nosy, so we went in there and uh, bribed one of his guys to take us. And all the other paintings that we passed that had previously been exposed in the um, dwelling were defaced for one reason or another. Uh, we thought it was a local superstition to keep the paintings from coming alive. Ha ha ha. However, when we got to the end and were shown the new paintings of a man, a woman, and a dog of some sort, we tried to leave, and uh, those paintings came alive and attacked us. Uh, barely escaped with our lives. Oh, yeah, actually, some of the other paintings that were not defaced also had human and goat body parts shoved into them. Like a woman had a, a human heart shoved in. I think the goat had some eyeballs and a tongue shoved into it, just like the pieces, some lips, some things that were missing from the goat body we had found on the way in. Anyway, we were able to defeat the paintings, uh, ran for our lives. Brave uh, warriors we are. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And uh, we were able to intimidate, threaten, whatever, uh, Dr. Powell into leaving and never coming back, we hope and think. Miss Chang, however, uh, wanted us to stay for another day, which is just fine to get a little more rest. And she is going, planning on going in with my fearless wife back to the painting caves and look for more clues. Uh, what city is this and why are we here? Uh, it's a stop along our way. It's okay. uh, Karakoha. You know, we're going um, around kind of the northern end of the desert there. And it's not marked on the map. But there's a lovely picture of it you can see in the distance, which is really cool, uh, it in real life. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so there it is. It's uh, a small city, but ancient city, and not marked on the map. If I didn't know better, I would say that those are water evaporators or something from Tatooine. Star Wars, yeah. 
I think if you look off just the right, that little bit of color there, I think that's a sand speeder. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so we are in Karakocha, uh, which for the benefit of those that did not, uh, were not here, maybe slept through it last time, uh, is a oh. Uyghur city. Uh, the Uyghurs, of course, uh, being, <laughs> you can very rudely describe them as Chinese Muslims. Uh, my apologies to the Uyghur community for uh, oversimplifying your uh, state. Um, it is the morning of November 5th. Uh, Mr. Lockhart was indeed successful in driving off uh, Professor Powell. Uh, he and his crew have packed up uh, and left. And uh, y'all have not packed up and left because I believe uh, Miss Chiang wanted to uh, go back and have another look at the paintings, perhaps with some additional archaeological expertise in the bright light of day. Did we have some reason to believe that this guy, Dr. Powell, was intentionally opening up paintings that were going to come alive or we think he had no idea this was going to happen and he was doing archaeological work and just was in a just ended up in a bad psychology bad. roles oh okay oh i clearly uh, have drawn my own conclusions two. i fail uh well since i brought it up i'll spend two luck and make it a success uh professor powell um was very vociferous in in uh, stating that the whole thing about being attacked by paintings, which he never saw, remember, the, the painted, the, the, the dog painting jumped on him from behind and he went down pretty quick. <clears throat> so he never actually saw uh, the walking paintings uh, and your fight. He just saw the aftermath, which was uh, some injuries and a bunch of paint splashed around. Uh, he was very vociferous in saying that that was a load of nonsense and you believe him that he thinks that is a load of nonsense uh he was absolutely just here to steal the paintings steal them okay i did leave one um important note out now that i think about it the um the goat body parts we um we're pretty sure we came from the the body of the goat that we came upon on our way here however the human body parts we are guessing came from uh, one of the recently <laughs> missing uh, people in the city that uh, they're worried about and blaming on the Dr. Powell's workers or ours, but we think might be, um, well, they stole them and put them on paying. So whoever it is, is up to no good, whatever their uh, predisposition is. So how were they on the paintings? Were they like plastered over and parts chipped out or? So, so to say on is not quite correct, right? So all of the, all of the paintings that you've seen, all of the murals um, are universally defaced uh, in some way. Uh, you know, portions of, anatom portions of anatomy of the human and animal figures have been gouged out, whether it's the eyes or the, you know, hands or the heart or the, you know, ears, brain area, right? You know, literally gouged out of the wall. So where uh, you have seen body parts 
uh, placed on the paintings, they're basically stuffed into those cracks. Ah. Those gouges in the wall. And are they sort of like in replacement, like where a heart was gouged out, or some other heart has been stuck in there? Yes. Or are they just random? Oh, yes. they are. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So somebody gouged them out to prevent them from coming alive, and potentially somebody else put stuff in there so they could still uh, come alive. Perhaps. No, it's like that. I'm just looking at the, so the goat we found dead on the way here. We found a painting that was very much the same, but the goat's parts had been put in the painting by the looks of it. Yes. Yeah. But the goat did not come to life. So far as you know. So far. <laughs> and when you said the paintings came to life, were they still two-dimensional, you know, or that flat? Yes. They were okay. Weird. They were Did they have to slide splooshy. along the walls? No. No, they were very splooshy when they exploded or when uh. they scratched you. Mm. Still have paint under my fingernail. And so in terms of us going back, uh, we're going back to look at them, to destroy them, to... I mean, you said gather clues, but I don't know clues of what. Like, what do we expect to find clues about? Well, I think that was uh, Chang Mai's uh, idea. She just wanted to investigate more with the specialist. I was going to talk to the imam um, as something to do a little bit more, who's kind of running the city, about, uh, you know, running Mr. Powell off, reassure him, and maybe ask about these missing bodies or something to, to kill some time. But uh, mm -hmm. Randall, yeah, yeah, your... no. Ba yep. Basically, what I was thinking is that um, maybe uh, the archaeologists can actually go there and see if we miss something because we didn't we didn't have a chance to do anything. We um, went there and we were attacked. And then we needed mm -hmm. to leave, and we didn't have a chance to to look around. So maybe but why do we, we think there's anything there to look around at that's relevant to the value? end of the world that we're trying to prevent? I think that's my, yeah, my main yeah, question. I, I, I have no idea. Right? Okay, okay. Think, it's yeah. just here and it's interesting and we want yeah, to send yeah, some yeah, people who are knowledgeable to get killed. Exactly. Yes. I mean, I'm not an archaeologist. No, no, we, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> we already got rid of all the paintings. We, we killed them. Well, there's we, still the goat painting. No, there's not a goat painting. There is, like, what they did is they kill a goat and they use the body parts of the goat to uh, to use it on the painting. And I believe that's what, you know, there was a spell that brought the paintings alive, basically. But you're saying that all of the uh, paintings are now gone? Yeah, the three that we saw were the ones that attacked us. But what about the ones you didn't see? That's the thing, right? Okay. That's what we yeah. want to go back there. Those are the ones that will kill the archaeologists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good. I mean, they're all evil. If we're lucky. No. Archaeologists. I, I think, like, Jim, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, there were not more paintings uh, as far as we could see, right? Um, beside those three? Uh, as far as you could see, that is correct. Uh, presumably, yeah. and this is what the worker told you and 
kind of what I mm -hmm. think I think Professor Powell mentioned as well, right? That the room that Professor Powell had found that he was excavating, <coughs> that is you know caved and filled in, right? Presumably there are more uh, intact, undefaced paintings, you know, buried in all that rubble. Mm. But it's only, but it's only the three that were exposed by the beginnings of the excavation of Professor Powell's excavation into that room. Interesting. But that that was Professor Powell's whole purpose: is he was going, he wanted to continue to excavate that room in order to uncover as many undefaced murals as possible, uh, in order some. to right, in order to take as many back to England with him as he could get his hands on. Yeah, we hate them. Who, the English? Uh, the archaeologists. Oh, OK. Just English wanted to make sure wonderful. that was clear. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't really think this is related to our mission, but just a mystery to be solved. Yeah, let's do it. I'm certainly happy to go speak with the Imam with you, um, Mr. Lockhart. In fact, I should have spoken, met with him when we first got here, and I'm feeling a little uh, remiss for not having done so. Uh, so Mr. Bazazwain and Mr. Lockhart are going to meet the Imam. Yes, I believe so. Uh, Ms. Chang and I presume Dr. Lockhart, because that's who Ms. Chang was hoping for, uh, are going to go look at the paintings again. Yes, definitely. Uh, Mr. Reppin and Norbo? With the two um, of you up. Well, as the archaeologists are delicate, even if they are evil, I will go to uh, stand guard over them. Fair enough. You going with Ms. Jang and Dr. Lockhart and Norbo. Um, I think my plan is to hang out with the we just we just brought in some new people. We're taking a long trip. I think I'm mostly just going to hang out with our expedition people. And just make sure morale's going going well. OK. Uh, let us so as you uh, separate go your separate ways. Uh, let us stay at the guest house with uh, the with team morale. <laughs> um, so Norbo, why don't you give me a psychology role, first of all? All right. That's a zero three, which is an extreme success. Uh, so yes, the, the the morale amongst your crew uh, is not just high, but surprisingly high. Hmm. Uh, all your guides and porters and cook, uh, kind of universally to a man, are very much uh, in, in you know in awe and impressed with and uh, very respectful of Tenzin. Uh, and, you know, kind of see, you know, you can certainly know that they see kind of the six of you, uh, you know, as good, um, what am I trying to say, good traveling companions, 
um, you know, they've they've journeyed a long way with you already, right? All the way from Sion, uh, uh, you know, and have not had any problems. None of you have come across as uh, you know, particularly arrogant uh, or or troublesome, except perhaps for yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to put words in your mouth. <laughs> so, yeah, we just yes. haven't had the opportunity to role play while traveling. That's why we didn't make exactly. any trouble. <laughs> exactly. That's that's why we do that. That's why we skip over that. Not, uh, not make it just so we don't piss off the guides. Yeah. Um, you know, so they they are. I mean, it is it is a tough journey, right? And you know, they're you know a little apprehensive of you know more tough journey to come as you skirt the um, you know this huge arid desert. Uh, but generally, they're they're quite happy to uh, to be working with you. Okay, and if I get a chance to talk to Tenzin, I will ask him if he has any thoughts on what might have caused these uh, paintings to come to life. I didn't actually see it, but I, I trust my companions. That's what's happened. Given I did see statues come to life. Uh, I think well, Tenzin wasn't invited to either of the other parties, so he would certainly be there with you. Mm -hmm. What would cause a painting to come to life? That's that is a fascinating question, Norbo. What what do you think? What what could have brought them to life? Oh, I assume that what we what we saw out on the road there was the beginnings of some sort of black magic. But I I defer to you, wise one, on all these things. Black magic is certainly a possibility. It is always a possibility, yes. Mm, indeed. I, my suspicions run in a slightly different direction, though, I must say. Oh. I, I could not, I do not mean to speak authoritatively. I no, please. I do not know for certain. But uh, if you have not seen the paintings, they are quite remarkable. They are quite remarkable. And I think the ancients who painted them, uh, whoever first laid down murals in this town, in this uh, village, they were a remarkable artists. And the images are quite striking, quite powerful. Perhaps that artist either intentionally or, or unintentionally imbued them with some of their own spirit and as uh, the village grew and more artists came along, they picked up the tradition or or it could be perhaps that the the art itself was so powerful and so compelling and the uh, the villagers attraction to it or the original villagers attraction to it, I should say, before the Uyghurs came along was enough to draw the attention of certain daikini from another from another place and the daikini mm. simply found the art compelling and wanted to be part of it and brought it to life that way fascinating fascinating uh well i will spend the day hanging out with the workers and hanging out with him and just uh yeah just relaxing a bit okay uh let's go to the Imam team. 
Mr. Bazazwain, Mr. Lockhart. Mm -hmm. uh, you can make your way to the mosque. Uh, and uh, the secretary, uh, the imam's uh, secretary would come out uh, to meet you. Uh, and he, they will certainly grant you an audience with the imam. Um, who, uh, you are ushered in to see him not too long after. Ah, Mr. Lockhart, it's good to see you again. Thank you for your assistance with uh, Professor Powell. That was going to be a very sticky situation for us. Glad to help, glad to help. And may I present uh, my colleague, Mr. Bazazwain. Peace be with you. Greetings. Ah, Mr. Bazazwain, peace be upon you. What brings you to our little village? Well, I thought uh, since we are going to be staying for a little while longer and uh, recovering ourselves, uh, I might be able to ask you a few questions about the um, unpleasantness of, I believe, a, a, at least one uh, girl has gone missing recently. Perhaps we could help with that before we go. We're worried that it may be tied to the caves we discovered or didn't discover, but that we saw. Yes, her remains are being. He kind of he, he almost kind of shudders a little bit are being removed this morning. To be interred with the rest of her. Terrible thing the Chinese did. I see, I see you still feel with the Chinese. Yes. It's not a very large um, population you have here, I suppose, and they're all they've all been here I... for quite some time. I would hate to think and I cannot bring myself to believe that one of our own would have done this to her. Certainly, certainly. And no other travelers travelers coming through either, other than the uh Mr. Powell and his uh his crew. No indeed. Okay. Well, um perhaps we could pay our respects to uh the girl's family. Oh, that would be wonderful. Thank you so much. I, I shall uh, I shall arrange it. Thank you. Uh, he says a few words to the secretary, who kind mm -hmm. of bows and you know, runs out, and uh, they will arrange such a meeting for a little bit later this morning. Perfect. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you out, Mr. Bazazwain. Did you have anything you wish to speak directly to the mom about? Oh, I only hope to uh, to join in in prayer with you, if uh, if I may. Um, as appropriate later on. I, all are welcome, of course. Wonderful. And I wanted just to to make sure to. Yeah, to give my greetings. I had had not. Uh, had not said hello before. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. You as well. Uh, anything else from the two of you? Uh, no, just pay our respects to the lady, uh, or not the lady, the the family of the uh, the lady, the girl, and uh, you know if there's anything untoward, like yeah, she was hanging around that uh, that neighbor of ours that was always looking at her since she was young, and one night she just disappeared and didn't come back. Anything like that would be interesting. But other than that, just pay our respects and. 
you know. Respects are paid. Uh, there is nothing like that to be nothinged. Okay. <laughs> uh, can I get the two of you to make power rolls, please? Oh, that doesn't sound like nothing at all. Uh, 90 seems unlikely to be a success. Nope. A not even 35 will be a hard success, Mr. Lockhart's part. Um, as you're, you know, coming out of the, uh, the mosque, <clears throat> maybe as you're, you know, waiting to meet the family, you get that feeling again. It brings oh. to mind back, brings to mind your the feelings you had the those first few days of meeting all these people back in Peking. That the hairs on the back of your neck standing up. That thought that you know that. Someone, you know, is someone, what's, spot hidden roll. Uh, whether or not we succeeded on the POW or only if we succeeded? Uh, only for Mr. Lockhart. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, uh, That's good, because I didn't have those feelings in Peking, and I continue to not have them, so. <laughs> I had the feeling, but not the sight. It's, uh, I don't see anything. Yeah. But you do have that, you have that feeling of being watched, but you're not quite sure whether... Someone, one of the villagers, maybe that one. Eh, no, maybe. What about? No, she doesn't. I'm, you know, you're just not sure. Okay, I'll share with uh, Mr. Bazaz Wayne that all may not be quite as calm as we think. Uh, back at the guest house, Norbo, would you make a power roll? <coughs> Ooh, zero six. Uh, you also, as you're hanging out at the guest house, chatting with your uh, guides and porters, um, you know, maybe sitting in the guest room, you know, having, uh, drinking some some tea or coffee, you get that that strong. <coughs> someone's watching. You know, turn around. And, nope, it's just the porter. No, there's the there's the uh, the lady of the house over there. With spot hidden roll. Ooh, a zero eight. Uh, but That's as you extreme. Yep. yeah, as as you look around though, you are quite certain that you know there's no one here who's you know actively intently staring at you or watching. Uh, I will go to Tenzin then and say, do you do you sense something around us? A sense in in what way do you mean? As if we're right. being watched. I I we felt this many times as if we were being watched, but when we look around, we see nothing. Ah, no doubt we are all being watched by the lords of Shambhala, who are actively interested in in our journey and our quest. And I I do indeed hope this is true, but I I feel like these. These eyes are not as graceful as the lords of Shambhala would be. These may have evil intent. <laughs> do you not sense him? I'm afraid I do not. I can only suggest that the uh, perhaps the the lords of Shambhala have additional intent for the six of you as being key players in our little drama. Perhaps they are simply less interested in me. Perhaps it is merely the intensity of their goodness and their power that draws your attention. 
Yeah, let us hope that is so. I'll go back to my tea. Let us cut to team painting. Uh, Mr. Reppin, Ms. Chiang, Dr. Lockhart, would you all make pot rolls? Okay. Uh, oh, 93. Yeah, 15. I passed. Um, uh, 79. I failed. Uh, Mr. Reppin, <laughs> as you are headed uh, towards uh, the appropriate location with Miss Chiang and Dr. Lockhart, you do get that feeling of being watched or being followed. Give me a spot hidden roll. I am spotting of the hidden. Uh, you are quite certain, however, that no one is actually watching you or following you. I mean, you, you know, you are you know, walking through the village in the middle of the day and you are, um, you know, <laughs> a white man, a white woman and a Chinese woman. So, uh, you know, you definitely kind of stand out and you are drawing the gaze of the locals, um, you know, but they just kind of politely notice you and then look away. Right. There's certainly no one who is following you or kind of intently staring at you and Kind of the way that it feels like someone is. Yeah, I press my elbow to make sure I've got my sidearm with me and uh, keep my eyes, my eyes looking around. Fair enough. Uh, Miss Chiang will lead uh, Mr. Reppin and Dr. Lockhart uh, back to the remains of the palace and into the uh, let's call them catacombs or hallways below. And I presume, Miss Jiang, you are leading them to the uh, room of excavation. Yes, sir. Okay. This uh, is so the way, and this is where we run into the paintings. Yeah. So, uh, Miss Jiang, you will certainly recognize as you're, you know, headed down the hallway the. Uh, the place where you saw the you know the goat in the goat bits and the human bits stuck into the wall, uh, those bits are no longer there. Uh, the body parts have been removed. Uh, when you get to the entrance to the room that uh, Powell's team was excavating, uh, there is quite a bit of paint still splashed on the floor and the walls and the ceiling uh, are you know kind of all around. Uh, the room itself is, uh, for Mr. Yang's benefit, as you last saw it. Uh, so it's a room of some of some who knows what size. Uh, about kind of the first three or five feet into it have been excavated, uh, including kind of you know the wall to one side of the door. Uh, the rest of the room is filled with uh, rubble. Does it look like something has collapsed in, or that it was stuffed up with rubble? Archaeology role. Oh, I don't have any archaeology. Or ge or oh, geology role. Or demolitions role. Or so, natural world excavation role. Natural world, sure. Why not? I got a hard success on my archaeology role. Collapsed. So this has been collapsed. It's collapsed. I will let the uh, archaeologists school me as I just uh, keep watch to make sure they are unmolested. 
and I'll start looking over this whole area, all the paint in any, so there are paintings near us, near us where we are. Uh, there are many <coughs> paintings, all of which are defaced out in the hallway. <clears throat> in the room, uh, the wall which has been excavated, the short section of wall which has been excavated, uh, there is uh, a mural there, uh, and, but there is kind of negative space in the mural that, you know, kind of <laughs> the negative space outline of a man, a woman, and a dog. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and the mural clearly continues, you know, into the rubble, you know, to parts where it's covered by rubble. Okay. Um, the splashes of paint around the room, how, how, did they look like they're fresh or are they? Yeah, those, dry? <clears throat> the, those are the ones that we kill. Mm. So they, it's, we, it's, we... Yeah, it's dry, but it's not aged let's say the way the okay. girls themselves are might scratch up a bit of that paint and put it in a little tube just and have a look okay now i'll start clearing off where the ex excavation was going in terms of the mural just to see what i can just see beyond it you know into see what sort of depiction you know may be coming up uh you can start to pull away you know a few rocks and kind of mm -hmm. dig into the uh <clears throat> the scree uh, a little bit yep. um archaeology roll uh uh normal success uh, you can, it doesn't take too long and you can see that, you know, yes, the, the mural uh, that once depicted a man, a woman and a dog does continue. Uh, there is some sort of large animal there, but you can, I mean, you only kind of get, you know, an edge of it. You, you figure you could probably uncover the whole thing in, you know, a day, maybe two days work with a couple diggers. Okay. I have a quick look at in terms of the styling and the type of paintings do they all look fairly consistent like the painting in here the type of paint that's being used and the age to what's out in the hallway does it look consistently like it's from the same period same time yes. same sort of paint? it is okay yes. very interesting there's some sort of uh, animal, large animal, something that's, I can sort of just figure out just down there, but um, I mean, yeah, I don't know what we can do more here. I mean, I don't know, I mean, how these things come into life, I have no idea. Hmm. It's very strange. So you said that the, the parts had been removed from the goat as we passed by? Yes. Well. Were there other body parts in the paintings? Because wasn't there more? If, 
Yes, and they have been removed as well. They've all been removed. Yep. Has somebody else gone missing? Because if the man came to life too, would he not need parts? But they only mentioned a missing girl. A, a, a killed girl. Maybe... So you were you were informed by uh, both Professor Powell and the digger who took you who took them here. Uh, the murals in this room that they excavated were intact. They were not defaced. So how were the body parts shoved into them then? They were shoved not they were they weren't shoved into these. They were shoved into oh. other murals out in the hall. The defaced ones. That have been defaced. Okay, so these ones that had not been defaced came to life. Maybe somebody was trying to make the others come to life by replacing what's being defaced. You know, they with the maybe the locals are right in defacing the murals because if you uncover this giant animal, who knows what it is, will it? come to life? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea, but I mean, the other murals which have been defaced were the ones that had the body parts put into it, which makes me think, and they match, like the goat had the eyes and the lips. And, you know, it's, it's like they're trying to replace mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, what would be broken. Does it seem that there's somebody here who is trying to fix the paintings? Or something that's trying to fix the paintings? Uh, intelligence roles. I pass uh, hard success actually. Um, it, yeah, hard success here as well. And Mr. Rippin's not that smart. <laughs> he just shakes his head. Um, so the, I mean, you kind of know the age of the goat corpse because you saw it, um, and the disappearance of the woman, whatever you have heard of it, uh, corresponds to when this room began to be excavated. Meaning the death started happening after this room started to be excavated. Mm. So there's something in this room. <clears throat> or the whoever um, worships this these paintings or creatures, whatever it is, we don't know, um, needed to do a sacrifice to guard it, maybe, you know? Maybe the, the paintings are, are guardians. Maybe they're trying to get to that particular painting in this room, that one, and I'll point, that whatever that is behind that rock to, for some reason. Maybe they're 
Yeah. There is no way to easily continue um, excavating this place, right, without the crew? Um, I mean, to make serious progress, yeah, you would need a crew of diggers and, you know, shovels and baskets to carry out scree and that sort of thing. Listen rolls. Rolled an 18. So. 80. Not Mr. Reppin. <laughs> Isn't Mr. Reppin supposed to be standing guard? Isn't that why he's there? <laughs> uh, Dr. Lockhart, uh, you can <laughs> hear what sounds like a group of people coming down the hall. Coming down the passageway towards the room. This way. Wait. There's somebody coming. Is there a way to hide? Not really, no. Uh, Miss Chang, you are a linguist. Come, come. But let's talk to them. Let's see who they are. Okay. Uh, it does not very convinced, but... <laughs> Uh, if you step back, if you step back out into the passageway, it doesn't. I mean, it's only a moment. You can see uh, there's a group of villagers coming towards you. Uh, they are all carrying baskets, and the baskets are all full of dirt and rocks. Okay. Here to fill up the tunnel. Good. I don't know who said that, but I agree. <laughs> a voice in the darkness. Uh, they start kind of chattering and, and, and pointing and kind of bowing and, you know, making, uh, please, would you, would you move? <laughs> uh, motions. Mm. I, I will ask them, what, what are you doing? Uh, the, the imam has asked that we uh, refill the room. Okay. What what is in this room that he wants to have covered? Uh, the room has been buried for a very long time. He believes it is best left untouched. Mr. Reppin stands aside. <laughs> can't you just deface it like Everything else. <clears throat> and the they shrug. You would need to speak to the imam. Okay. Now, look at the others. Um. Well. There's not much more we can do here. Should we go and have a chat to no. the imam? Mm. Wasn't your husband doing that? Uh, true. Part? That is true. We can see whether he's learned anything. I wonder if it's collapsed from above, if there's something on the other side that we can get through to 
from going above. Let's get out of here. That's a good question. Um, so, oh, we'll get out of their way so they can start feeling. But looking up, um, does it look like? I mean, would there be space for something above a room or? Well, the so I mean, on the surface, you know, on the surface, you know that this is, um, you know, is the the remains of. Um, what Professor Powell believed, and you uh, would certainly tend to agree with him, uh, an ancient palace. Uh, so, you know, yes, there are certainly you know, a, f a few floors above here. You're not underground, right? You're basically at, still at surface level. You're just oh. kind of deep in the interior of this structure. Um, you know, and you know, looking at it from outside, certainly parts of it have collapsed. You know whether there is, you know, any of the upper floors are still intact enough to walk around in. Who knows? Head up. Have to go, have to go look. Yep. Going to have a look. Uh, and there is not. <laughs> so there's no way up. Right. The you know it, you can kind of you can kind of go, but you can't you know you go back out, kind of you know scramble up. You know the sides to uh, you know to an upper level, and you know you you can very quickly work out that kind of the exterior walls are still mostly standing, uh, but the interior uh, floors and walls is just the entire thing is just collapsed in on itself, kind of almost just leaving the facade, if you will. Like it imploded, kind of. Down into itself. Eh, something like that. Can we get inside and sort of scramble across the rubble? That's a, you know, just look around in the rubble, see if there's anything of significant, anything. Uh, Dex rolls for those doing such scrambling. I'm not implying I mean, that you all have to. That's uh, a hard was, success for it. Mr. Yeah. Rippin. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got a. Success. I got an extreme success. Okay, you can all do some scrambling. Spot hidden. I need spotting. Spot. I'm successful. Hard. Just normal. Uh, as you're scrambling around for a little while, Mr. Reppin and Dr. Lockhart, uh, you find, you know, some of the rubble, some of the larger pieces, um, you know, might have a, a flat side and, you know, the remnants of some paint, but that's about it. Well, do you wish to ask the Imam why he's having the room resealed? Mm hmm. Yeah, I think so. Uh, make your way to the mosque. Uh, as you approach the mosque, you, for the sake of convenience, um, uh, Mr. Bazazwain and Mr. Lockhart are outside. 
they appear to be uh, greeting and chatting with um, a functionary from the mosque and uh, a, uh, a kind of middle-aged man and middle-aged woman. Uh, the man looks kind of sad and the woman appears to be crying as they pay their condolences to the parents of the dead girl. Ah, greetings. I see you have survived the paintings. Uh, I would like to introduce the uh, so-and-so, the parents of so-and-so. My condolences. My condolences. Uh, they bow politely and uh, look at you like they have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> uh, I'll bow uh, and uh, I will translate. <laughs> uh, they they thank you for your concern. Um, and have, have we been, uh, is this, I will, uh, since we're doing this as a matter of convenience, are we also sort of have concluded our uh, yeah. discussion with them? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They were just about to leave. Wonderful. That's <laughs> very polite. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what have you what have you found? Well, on that particular mural, there's something hidden a bit further down and um, some sort of large animal beast or something. I'm not totally sure I couldn't get to it, but we noticed that um, while we're there, the uh, People from the village were coming to fill up the room. Ah, wonderful. The imam sent them. Good. Well, that sounds about right. Let them do that. Well, when we want to understand what's actually happening, why? Well, some things are best left uh, buried. Yes. Have you consulted Tinzen? if we should have left him buried <laughs> oh was that my outside voice <laughs> <laughs> it certainly uh may have gotten us into a, a rather long and perhaps dangerous trip yeah. mm. well i think in any event one more day here we could uh be on the road and Perhaps not worry about what's in that cave anymore, especially if it's being sealed up. Yes. I'm not sure it has anything to do with where we're going. Did you find anything along those lines? Well, we weren't allowed to look. I mean, we looked for a little bit and then they came to fill up, so that was it. Hmm. I mean, we scrambled around the old palace itself well, what's left inside, and there was nothing there either. Well, I think given the um, given their uh, choice uh, of the the imam and the people here, no one would have dug those paintings up to begin with. So, um, on that account, at least, uh, I think. 
this place will be safe again. I don't think anyone with Dr. Powell gone will be doing that. Um, I was a little more worried about the, the body parts being stuffed into there, but um, I don't know. The imam's contention that it was some of the party, the work party from Dr. Powell rings true to me. It seems like these people have been here for a long time as living as brother and sister. It seems uh, hard to believe one of them would kill one of their own all of a sudden and start stuffing body parts in. Mm. Well, the body parts were all gone. I don't know if the villagers came and took them to get rid of them. Mm. Uh, the imam did say that uh, at least the human parts were going to be uh, interred. Mm -hmm. Returned to their their family that you just met. Mm. There was a man that came to life too. What about him? What do you mean, what about him? Well... If the girl was brought to life by the heart and eyes of the young girl that's missing, is oh. there a... Oh, was there a man missing? Is there a man missing as well? Well, I don't think the um, the goat or the girl, I don't really, we haven't figured out what the significance of that is because the man, the woman, and the dog were all those new... Oh, they were not things. defaced, right. They, they were not defaced. And yeah. the belief around here is if you deface the paintings, it keeps them from coming back to life. These were three new uncovered paintings that had not been defaced that seemed to come to life and uh, want our lives in return. Well, perhaps our... Uh... Once we have rested some more, our time here is done and we can move on. I tend to agree yeah. with Mr. Boswell. Yeah, I can't see anymore how this is going to yeah. affect what we're trying to do. Thinking about this route and thinking about prior experiences, do I see any Russian graffiti or anything anywhere? Uh, you spot hidden roll. Yes, a hard <clears throat> success. Uh, on your trip, so there's none in. Um, you haven't seen any in Karakoja itself. Uh, but on your trip to Karakoja from Tunhuang, uh, yes, you certainly saw some. Uh, of the of the more pedestrian variety. Mm. Yeah. Igor was here, that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm sure saying things about, you know, current leadership and yes. Father Russia. <laughs> Long live Nicholas the second, so forth. Mm. <laughs> okay. Anastasia lives. <laughs> no, no, we did that one. She's dead. <laughs> no, definitely dead. <laughs> uh, so you return to the guest house? Yep. Uh, okay. Do you not wish to ask the imam why he, he, he closes them up? He closes up this room? He certainly sort of can. Been, I mean, 
I'm sort of interested in why. Why doesn't he try to resolve the issue rather than I mean, he was quite uh, friendly. I'm sure we can ask him. Seems like he's trying to resolve it and just put it behind yes. him, though. But uh... well, no, he's trying to hide it, not resolve it, to stop it from happening anymore. Somebody's going to come through and dig it up again, and if yeah, you know, it's still happening. But and also, who was the one putting? Did they resolve who was putting the body parts? He thinks he thought it was. Due to the the people at the dig, or you know, clearing it out. But do we know this for sure? Yeah. Well, not a hundred percent. But I mean, here's the um, I've come to believe what he says. Uh, but here's the deal. Uh, these guys came in. You know, everybody here at the town was was living your life, and Dr. Powell came in and secretly dug up this room and was planning to secretly steal these paintings away. No one uh, except him and a very few members of his crew that were working with him uh, were actually aware that new paintings had been uncovered. And when the mm. imam and everyone else found out the paintings were uncovered, they freaked out a little bit. So he's kind of trying to put stuff back to the way it was and without Dr. Powell around. Um, who hopefully has been scared off to never come back. Sure, that always works. Um, I don't think anyone's going to do anything anymore. This Dr. Powell, he sounded a bit sus how he comes in here and then does it on the sly and. Has he actually left town? Do we know this for sure? Yeah, we ran yes. him out this morning. Yep. Okay. Man, I would like to have got a look of like any journals or anything he had himself. Be interested to know what his actual intent here was. Did we look at his room to see if he left anything behind or? Uh, the guest house is a is a single common room guest house, uh, and he did not leave anything behind. Look, I don't know we, if we can do much more here. I mean, they'll they'll bury it, and one day it'll probably get excavated again, and then whatever was happening then now is will happen then well we'll see if we can uh, keep the world intact long enough for that to happen oh i think back to the guest house so you think it is random and unrelated to our current um project I think That's if we opinion. stop yeah. to uh, to deal with every problem between here and a thousand miles from here we will never get there yeah um Jim quick question thinking back about the images the actual pictures the goats and 
where mm-hmm. the people were located and that sort of stuff in the paintings. Would it have any, from the pictures we've seen back in Tenzin's room and that sort of stuff, would there be any sort of overlap, any sort of, you know, I'm just trying to get an idea whether any of these paintings are linked? It may be a long shot. Intelligence? Uh, that's uh, extreme success, actually. Nothing comes to mind. Yeah, I cannot see any connection, to be honest, with what we're trying to do. I think what we're trying to do is probably at this point is more important than this. I mean, let them hide it and let it be hidden for another thousand years. Rest of the day passes unless there's something uh, particular that anyone wants to do. Are we are we leaving in the morning? Or I'll say yes. Leave in the morning. I'm uh, mm-hmm. happy to carry on. Yep. Okay. Uh, the night passes. The morning of November sixth dawns. Um, uh, travel resumes. You may have a little handout. Uh, we will once again redline some travel. <laughs> As your journey takes you from uh, Karakoja into uh, Turfan and then kind of turning west through uh, Korla and Kucha, kind of skirting between the desert and the mountains, following the uh, curve of the Tian Shan Mountains around the Taklamakan Desert to Aksu, Tumchuk, and finally into Yarkand. Uh, that journey takes about another four and a half weeks, Uh, taking us to December 7th. Uh, Over the course of that journey, uh, first for that nice, um, uh, you can all go ahead and give yourself one hit point back. Uh, And then uh, if you would all make uh, luck rolls. No. Our success. Nope. 98. Ooh. Ouch. Um, I got a, what's my luck? Uh, I normal fail. Uh, those of you who failed can lose a D4 hit points uh, wow. from your maximum, from your maximum. So basically just consider yourself back up to your max. <laughs> uh, if you failed the luck roll, lose a D4 hit points. Yeah, I gained one back and then lost one. <laughs> There was that morning I woke up and stepped on that poisonous scorpion and lost four. Mm. Mm. Watch out for those. Mm-hmm. Yes. Always check your shoes mm-hmm. before you put them on. I thought you'd learn that by now. Okay. Uh, you can all make constitution rolls. Yes. 
pass unicorn roll. Uh, yeah. Fail that roll too. Uh, those of you who succeeded can gain a D4 constitution. Nice. Ooh, that's three. Uh, and once again, as the uh, over the course of the long journey, you have the opportunity to try and do some study or learning or training. So uh, once again, you can pick any one skill that can come up with an excuse for training along the journey and give yourself an additional D10 in that skill. Uh, if you if your choice is uh, uh, either uh, Buddhist lore or Tibetan uh, by talking to and interacting with Tenzin, then just give yourself 10. Nice. I actually might learn um, Tibetan. I will instead yeah. learn some more Chinese from uh, assuming one of you will help me with that. Yeah, I can teach you. Why not? Excellent. That's two Chinese percentile points. <laughs> Jim, this is kind of a weird one, but could I raise my spot hidden maybe by working with one of the guides and talking about things on the horizon? And don't you see that bird there? What? There? What? Is that reasonable or unreasonable? It sounds reasonable to me. All right. It uh, is barely a success. Don't need my glasses. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to make a roll. Just give yourself a D10. I did. It was a D1. Okay. Or oh, a one. It was a one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a D1. Yes. A one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Uh, once you all arrive in uh, Yarkand, uh, the um, <clears throat> The guides will um, kind of have you stay in Yarkand for a day. Uh, you can all have a hit point back as you rest up at a guest house in Yarkand. Uh, and they will tell you that the next portion of the journey, the last portion, the last push into Peshawar, uh, is going to be much more arduous than the journey so far. Uh, as you mm. have to travel into uh, the Kunlun into and over the Kunlun Mountains uh, and the very western edge of the Himalaya. Uh, and in fact, they uh, sell off all of the pack animals in Yarkand, uh, resupply, uh, and you know, you're informed that basically the, you know, the everyone has to walk. And the porters will be carrying everything themselves uh, because there's no way for uh, pack animals to cross the mountain passes that will need to be crossed. Wow. Yes, now we are finally getting serious about travel. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they it will be it will be rough going. The uh, summit of the Killick Pass, which is the first part of the journey, uh, rises to an elevation of nearly 16,000 feet. Oof. Uh, and as you head out of Yarkand and into the mountains, um, 
quickly gain elevation, uh, you all find yourselves getting very tired at the end of the day. Um, you know, there's basically it's just it's just walking, it's just trudging. Um, you know, there's kind of no room or time or energy to uh, you know, have the can you know have the nice uh, educational sessions and so forth as you've had so far. Uh, you know, the air becomes thin. Uh, it is cold. Uh, it is bitter. It is icy. It is snowy. Um, the one thing, one thing that you do notice, uh, as you're all, you know, as you, the uh, porters will kind of stock up on, you know, furs and heavy coats and stuff for everyone. And you're kind of adding layers and hats and furs and and mittens. Uh, Tenzin does not. <laughs> uh, he is where he is wearing the same robes that he has worn the entire time. Uh, you know he, you know he gets up uh, in the morning uh, a little bit before everyone. Uh, you kind of always find him sitting out, um, you know, meditating before you know some particularly lovely uh, horizon of mountains or you know view of a, a deep gorge or something like this. Uh, and then he'll kind of stand up and kind of you know call out. Uh, in Tibetan to the mountains, uh, and you know, as he's you know, as he's walking, he he just seems perfectly comfortable and perfectly at home uh, in this terrain. Um, if if he allows up, I'd actually like to get up with him and actually meditate with him in the mornings. Uh, he will I'd certainly. Like to join him. You will certainly allow it, of course. Uh, it is bitterly cold, of course. You're kind of shivering the entire time. Um, yeah, but you, he is more than happy to uh, invite you to sit with him. I'll join him and I'll put up with the cold. Does he look like he's, I mean, his robes, are they really, really warm? Would they be keeping him warm or? Nope. But he doesn't seem to be affected by the cold? Correct. So after the meditation, not during the meditation, I'll say, how have you survived so long? Survived? Oh, in the cave, you mean? Hmm. Uh, the raven was bringing me peaches to eat. Yes, but I mean, you you went in the cave a long, long time ago. Yes, it was it was a long wait for your arrival. Yes, yeah, so but like people don't live for extreme lengths of time. I mean, we live up 70, 80 years. Uh, this is true. This is true. Certainly you've heard the, uh, the stories. Can you please enlighten me about these stories? Um, the peach, a uh, 
peaches are, well, are symbols of immortality, of longevity. Certainly, you know the stories of the Monkey King. How he stole the peaches of immortality from the Jade Emperor's heavenly garden. I remember such, such peaches were said to to grant three thousand years of life. I do not think that the peaches the raven brought me were so special. You understand, but indeed, interesting. With with certain, there are meditation practices known to. Uh, that can be learned over the course of many years of practice and study to slow the breathing, slow the heartbeat, slow the uh, metabolism, and in so doing, bring about a bit of an extended lifespan. Would you be willing to teach me? over this period i mean i may not have years to learn but what i could do you know learn in terms of the meditation would probably be fantastic to know i should be more than happy to do so doctor thank you did i just delete i did ah come on there we go Trying to get another map in here. Uh, map, 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 map. I think it's this one, right? Yep. <laughs> um, what should we call it? Let's call it. Um, I don't know. Let's just call it listen rolls. Right. Nope. Nope. Uh, 13 would oh. be a success. I think I pass as well. Okay. What's um, place listen? Okay. Like 20 or something like that? Yeah, so then it's a success. Yeah. Okay. I hear everything. I've got a zero one. Uh, as you are headed up the mountain towards uh, Gilgit, those of you who, over the course of many days, uh, those of you who pass, um, notice that the porters are starting to tell stories to them. Have, are starting are are sharing stories amongst themselves. What type rather, of stories? Uh, the kind of stories documented in the very long handout that I just dropped into the notes. Who <laughs> <laughs> mm, gets to read this? <laughs> yeah, let's not read that out to the uh, listeners. <laughs> that might take a while. Um, and then one day, uh, about a week out of Yarkand, uh, a few days from Gilgit yet, as you are making your way along uh, a steep, particularly steep mountain pass, 
Uh, the guide at the head of your caravan stops. And those of you who are close to the head of the caravan can see that the reason he has stopped is because smack in the middle of the path ahead of you is a large bear. Alive? It is alive. <laughs> and it appears to be feeding on, on an animal. Like a dead animal. It's eating. It's not so strange. Um, but it's awful cold. Why isn't it hibernating? We should not um, interfere. I mean, we don't want to disrupt it. But Is it I like suspect once it's done eating, it will wander off. I'll just ready my shotgun just just in case we need it, but I'm not. I'm going to try to avoid the bear. Can we okay. tell what it's feeding on? Uh, no, you cannot. Hmm. Not from here, anyway. Uh, you kind of stand there for, you know, you wait 10 minutes, 15 minutes. <clears throat> Eventually, the bear, you know, kind of looks up and sees you and uh, lopes off away from the path down into, you know, and one side of the path, you know, goes up the, you know, is steep up, and the other side is kind of down, and the bear kind of lopes off in the downward direction. Uh, as you approach the carcass that the bear was feeding on, uh, you can all make sanity rolls. Mm. It's a person. Mild. I yeah. made it. I pass. Uh, one point for the success, a D2 for the failure. Oops, two points. Uh, as it was indeed feeding on a body, a person, uh, it appears to be <laughs> the remnants of an old man. Uh, definitely well chewed upon. Uh, the old man is uh, naked. He is not wearing any clothing. Uh, although he does appear to be um, at least somewhat wearing, although it's quite shredded, uh, so just a uh, white sheet. As if he had been uh, dead before, he, like as if he'd been buried or, or set up to uh, as a, oh, this is, but yeah, uh, set as, a, yeah, uh, not necessarily buried, but as if he had been, uh, put out ceremonial, ceremonial. ceremonial. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, it is 100% a burial shroud. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's unusual for bears to feed on carrion, but this bear should be asleep. Mm. Oh. What are you thinking? It is winter, isn't it? Yeah. It's not winter, is it? It's just cold because we're up in the mountains. It's, it's December. December. It's December? Oh, it is December. You're right. Sorry. We made it all the way to December. Yeah. Spot hidden rolls. Mm. See if that one point carries me through. Oh. Pretty uh, Spot pass. 
Pass. Regular. Failed. Uh, those of you who pass um, can see that there's, you know, kind of some, uh, let's call them scuff marks. Uh, it appears that the corpse that the bear was feeding on uh, either rolled or was dragged down the slope um, up from the path. Oh, up slope of the path. Hmm. Yes. So in other words, Wait, it wasn't sorry, you know, not down. The, right. So imagine a narrow path, right? Yep. Right. That you're walking on as you're walking on the path. To your left, the path drops off into a valley, right? Hmm. The right side of the path is uh, let's is a steep hillside. Should we, we go see, and take a look? Can we see up Perhaps there? we should like, take the there... body back. That's what I was thinking. Return the body, go and see if we can find where it was taken. Sounds good. Uh, okay. So you're going to sure take thing. the body and try to climb up the slope? Yeah, I'm confused. So the, the, the upward, the, up, the, you said the body came from up a high, right? Yes. And are we, what, what country are we in or what, where are we? You're still in China. Still in China. Okay. You're getting close. You're getting very close to the border with India. India. So do I know anything of... Sorry, uh, I take that back. You're, you are in India. We're in India. Okay. Yes. Um, I mean, are there um, fates around here that would uh, have put the body up high in order for it to be eaten? Education roll. Uh, Education. That is a pass. Uh, there are certainly many places uh, in India where excarnate or yeah, in India where excarnation is uh, practiced. Mm -hmm. uh, none that you are aware of up here in the mountains. Okay. So, and so maybe we'll ask the guides um, if they. Do you think that there is a, a a village up high? Uh, of us there Dreams. is a village there is a village uh, there is not up the hill but uh, just a little farther down the path perhaps another half an hour's walk perhaps we should go there and ask them mm, before we, we could, mess with the body true um we could then get them and help them take the body back to wherever the bear got it from mm. well i mean if we think it shouldn't it's not supposed to be eaten. Perhaps we should not just leave it out here to be eaten some more, right? Return it to them and with all respect. And or perhaps we can track the bear in the snow and see where it does it look like it unburied the body or track roll. I don't have tracking. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the snow, I can't track things. <laughs> How far I can ahead have the think, idea. <laughs> How far ahead do we think the village is? Half an hour. Half an hour. The guys. Well, why does it, don't just go? A, a group of us could go ahead. A group of us could stay here to watch the body and rest up. And... Yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely. I will happily go. I'll come. I'll come to the village as well. I'll wait with the body. 
fend off any bears sorry, or run wait. from them. Hang on, hang Just, on. Sorry, Charles. sorry. Uh, so Mr. Lockhart is staying with the body. Dr. Lockhart is going to the village. I got that much. Uh, Mr. Reppin? I will stay. We'll stay. Okay. Uh, Miss Chiang? Village. I'm going to, to the uh, Mr. Lockhart. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bazazwain? Village. And Norbo? Uh, we'll split it equally. I'll stay here with the body. Not sure that that's equal, but <laughs> oh, is that not? Uh, no, there's only you and Dr. Lockhart are staying. And Mr. Rippin. And Mr. Rippin. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Oh, I completely uh, sorry. I completely screwed up my notes now. Uh, let's go through that again. So, Mr. Rippin, Miss Chiang, and Mr. Lockhart are staying. No. Ms. No. Yep. No <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me start over. <laughs> Mr. Rippin, what are you doing? Staying. Okay. Sorry, I apologize. I've completely screwed up my notes here. Miss Chiang? Village. Miss Chiang to the village. Okay, Mr. Lockhart. I will stay. Staying. Mr. Bazazwain. Village. Uh, and Norbo, you are staying. Staying, yeah. And Dr. Lockhart, you are going. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Wow, that's embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Are you leaving all the porters and guides here? Or are you bringing them all and are you splitting them equally? What's your porter and guide situation? Let us. Uh, how many porters? Them. How many guides do we have? Uh, you have three guides and like a little over a dozen porters. Well, I mean, they take could take. I was going to say, you could, yeah, you could take them on into the village if we're going to stop there anyway. That way they don't have to, they can at least get the stuff off their back. So we can take the porters and maybe one of the guides because they, they're taking us to the village. Uh, and we'll leave you a couple of guides. I, I think that that's a good idea. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, the village party departs. Uh, the staying with the body party. Are you guys just hanging around are you not my uh, jokes cards maybe <laughs> no i totally am gonna go up the mountain <laughs> uh, uh i'm definitely gonna keep an eye out for the bear okay bear norbo is on bear watch mr reppin is climbing mr lockhart yeah it's playing cards okay Gets out his yo-yo. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Reppin. Yes. Uh, as you look at the uh, the slope, you can kind of see the you know the the uh, marks where the body you know was dragged or, or rolled down the hill. <clears throat> um, it is you know it's certainly possible. It's certainly very possible to climb. Um, but it will take a climb roll to do so. Bases twenty, and it will take not fumbling on a climb roll. I should say. <laughs> well, I can give it a go, and if it seems too hard, I will stay at the bottom. But with a ten, I'm gonna take it. 
There you go. <laughs> uh, Mr. Repin, you scramble up the hill a little ways. Uh, the slope kind of leads you know, upwards. Uh, after about 15, 20 feet or so, the slope shallows out a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and then actually uh, levels off. Uh, and you can see ahead of you, you know, well hidden from the road, right? Because the slope, you know, as I said, you know, shallows and then levels. And so there's no way to see this from the road itself. Um, there is a small cave. Uh, there is a unpleasant smell coming out of the cave. Like, um, the smell of rotting meat. Ew. Mm. I, um, was I smart enough to bring a rope with me to throw down to my compatriots so that they can scramble up more easily? You've got to see this or smell sure. it. <laughs> sure, if you want to. I'll climb up. Just to okay. uh, make it easier for them to climb up. Dr. Lockhart, climb roll with a bonus die. All righty, let's see. Oh, not needed. Zero three. There you go. Mr. Lockhart scrambles up. Doesn't even need the rope. Uh, Norbo still on bear watch. Uh, I will ask one of the uh, people with us to sort of do that, and I will head up. Climb roll with a bonus die. Whew, that was a little scary. Uh, it's not a. It's not a success, but it's not a. Okay. Not a fumble. Not a fumble. Yeah, Norbo has some trouble getting up the hillside, making extensive use of the rope, but uh, you're eventually able to scramble up there. Uh, and so the three of you are standing in front of this uh, small cave entrance uh, with the rather unpleasant smell of rotting meat emanating from it. Let's peek in. Constitution rolls. Ooh. Good thing we've been gaining con, right? Didn't help. <laughs> that is a hard success. Norbo is used to the smell of rotting dead bodies. <laughs> I guess I'm throwing up. Uh, yes, Mr. Reppin, as, as the three of you approach the uh, the cave, I mean, you it's it is nasty. It is really, really bad. Uh, and Mr. Reppin, yeah, you 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 wretch and kind of have to turn into the, turn to the side and vomit. And uh, as you look into the cave, the cave itself is is not big. It's maybe ten feet across. It goes it goes you know into the mountainside, not more than ten or fifteen feet. Uh, and inside there are um body parts uh they are human um there are at least there's enough body parts here to make at least two maybe three people mm. uh there's nothing kind of intact enough to you know identify you know age or or gender or anything like that uh, they are torn apart. They are bloody. Uh, they are, you know, fresh, rotting. Um, 
you know, freshly rotting, right? Not hopefully that makes sense. Isn't it too uh, cold? Good question. For, yeah, I'm. It's so unnatural. I'm. I'm shaking. <laughs> uh, and um, kind of wound around in throughout the cave are um, shredded bits of the same white fabric that you saw on the body uh, on the road. Huh. So the old man had been dead for a while. Am I right about that? We didn't actually discuss it except to say he was in a burial shroud but these all look freshly dead if they were dead uh he looked pretty fresh too did he yes huh i mean i would think you would know enough about bears to know that the bears aren't, aren't going to eat something completely desiccated and you know I mean, he, was, he was bloody right that's true, I guess. I guess I was thinking it was wintertime, and if they were out of hibernation, they might be desperate for anything to eat, but what do I know about bears? Um, wow, so everybody's fresh. Hmm. And this is like a burial cave kind of thing, or like something else? I'm sorry, I don't remember much of a um, an explanation. Um, I think you, well, I, I don't know that you particular would know, but certainly Mr. Bazazwain, you know, mentioned earlier that, you know, he he's not aware of uh, any groups uh, up in this part of India that practice excarnation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, he, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like a burial cave. There's nothing, you know, that would indicate any particular care. Right, <laughs> taken. right. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's no light, you know, there's no artifacts. There's no carvings on the wall. There's no, you know, indication of anything like that. Mm -hmm. Does it mm -hmm. seem more like they were sacrificed? I leave Maybe that even... to your interpretation. Norbo, what do you make of this? Um, I would like to make an occult roll if I could, Jim. Go right ahead. See if that offers any insights into what might be going on here. Uh, that is going to be a hard success. Uh, there's nothing particularly occultish about this. Um, you know, sacrifice, even human sacrifice. That's not this, right? Mm -hmm. Um you know, these body parts have been just torn apart. Um, spot hidden rolls. <laughs> I made it. I'll check it. Regular uh, success. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are bite marks on the body parts. Hmm. Teeth marks. Like bear sized teeth marks? Or Can I make a... Roll to see if I see what kind. No, I was going to same thing. I was going to make a roll to see if I can tell if it's human canines or others. Uh, they are not bear sized. Natural yeah. world. Nope. No. 
Oh, the zeros keep coming. A zero yeah. three. <laughs> <laughs> um, possibly canine sized, but not canine. Canine sized, but not canine. Possibly a wolf. Or is that too canine to be canine? Uh, <laughs> can, you get, can you get any more canine than a wolf? Right, right. Uh, I think that's as indicative as you can possibly get <laughs> of canine. But they're not the right size for a wolf, is what you're suggesting. Yes, they're, 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 they're similar. They're similar yeah. sized. But okay. yeah, I don't know uh, where Mr. Lockhart had the. Uh, Opportunity to study canine, <laughs> canine bite patterns, but because of my yeah. wife, I hang around a lot of museums. You know, they have the little placards on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yep. that must that must be. Boxes. Yeah, it's not any weird hobbies he has. No, exactly. All right, <laughs> uh, let's cut to uh, the village party. Um, listen rolls, Miss Chiang, Mister Bazazwin, Zero okay. six. I'm gonna take some of Steve's love here and get a success on the eighty-nine. Listen. Yes. Okay. Uh, Thirteen, which will be success on the base. Listen. Uh, as you approach the village, maybe kind of coming around a corner, quick, not quite, just before it comes into view, um, you can hear what you can hear what sounds like a party almost there's music there's horns and drums being played um you know people <coughs> chanting or singing uh and as you kind of you know come around a bend you can see ahead of you uh you know there's kind of a a, a flat area and there is a small village here um 15 20 huts something like that uh, the path kind of leads right through the center of the village, and the center of the village is kind of an open communal area. Uh, and in that area, uh, there is uh, a group of people, uh, about 50 of them. Uh, they are all surrounding um, a large bonfire. Uh, many of them are singing or playing horns or beating on drums. Uh, and they're kind of ringing this bonfire, and within that ring around the bonfire, there is uh, a man, a single man, uh, who appears to be dancing. He's kind of dancing and, and moving kind of strangely uh, around the fire. And the uh, the guy that's with you will... Uh, you know, we'll kind of gra grab by, uh, you know, Dr. Lockhart's arm. Stop, stop, wait, wait. Uh, it is a Daniel. Uh, we, we, we must not interrupt him. Uh, do I recognize or do I know anything about this? Uh, you would recognize the term Daniel. Uh, it's uh, like a medicine man or a magician, kind of, you know, a village mm -hmm. medicine mm -hmm. man, a village magician kind of thing. Look at your mom. Yes, village shaman. It's another okay. good way to translate it. Yep. Um, well, and do I recognize uh, what the language they're singing in? Uh, Hindi. 
Okay, so I might, I mean, I, I, I speak Hindi. Uh, do I, can I tell anything of what holiday it is or what they're singing about or anything like that? Uh, you can make a Hindi roll. All right. Uh, oops, that is 80 over 55, so I do not make it. Nope. I was going to say, um, what's he doing? Whisper to the guard. What's he doing? I, I do not know. Some sort of, some sort of ceremony. I've not seen this before. Uh, as you're standing there watching, uh, a kind of large, uh, kind of older man um, kind of appears from behind one of the huts, uh, and he is uh, holding a goat, or he's pulling a goat on a leash, on a rope. Uh, and as he comes into the center near the bonfire, uh, he takes a like a drinking horn uh, and he milks the goat into the horn and then from his belt he produces a knife and he slashes the goat's throat and as the uh, the blood rushes out of the throat of the slashed open throat uh, he collects the the blood in the same horn uh, and then he uh, gives another slash with the knife and decapitates the uh, the head. You can all make sanity rolls. Seems like a perfectly normal right. Mm. Uh, but apparently not. Fail. I might have. Uh, at one point, if you fail, nothing for the success. <laughs> Uh, okay. He then he then takes the drinking horn and the goat head to the fellow who is dancing and holds them out. And the man who is dancing takes the head of the goat and holds the severed neck to his mouth and very noisily sucks on it. Mm. Mm. And then pitches the head into the fire. And then he takes the horn and resumes his dancing, holding the horn. And he takes a couple sips from it and then dances a few more steps and takes another sip and dances a few more steps. And then suddenly stops and throws the horn to the ground. And the music stops and the chanting stops and the entire scene just goes silent. And the man drops to his knees, leans down, presses his ear to the ground, and there's a moment of silence. And then the man jumps up to his feet, shouts out something in a language that none of you speak, and then collapses. And as soon as he collapses, uh, some, some of the younger uh, village folk will rush forward uh, and, and help him up. And they, you know, they start to they, they carry him away to um, one of the huts. And the rest of the villagers just start 
talking wildly amongst themselves, you know, kind of breaking off into groups, uh, you know, and uh, and talking. Uh, so I will what, what language? into the village. Yeah, I think we can go in now. <laughs> and, uh, as you, uh, you know, as you start to take a few steps, the uh, the large older man, uh, the one uh, who killed the goat, uh, walks towards you. And he steps up uh-huh. and he says something in a language that none of you understand. I will greet him in Hindi. Ah, Hindu, Hindi, yes. Uh, I am Atif Baig. What brings you to our village? Uh, pleased to meet you. We are we are travelers traveling through. You have come at an inauspicious time, but no? if you wish to travel through, please do so in peace. Uh, thank you. We we uh, we will do so. I had we uh, came across perhaps one of your. Uh, villagers who had been disturbed by a bear uh, up in the pass, and we were wondering what you would like us to do. Oh, you have found one of... Yes, yes, it... of course. Daniel has informed us that Yathini has been reborn, and she has been sating herself on our dead. She will soon begin to sate herself on our on the living. Mm. Uh, this is this is not a good time, as I said. You must leave. Well, uh, okay. I will go and get our. We have there are more of us, and they are back at the pass. I will go get them. What time of day is it? Midday. Um, uh, can okay. you ask him? Can we stay the night? And uh, he is—he has very, very clearly said that we should be on passing through and not spend the night. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and where I think it is only midday, I, I think we can. I, and I'll ask the guides. I assume there is another. Uh, our planned stopping place is still some many hours beyond here. Uh, the next village is. Uh, if we do not spend the night here, we will be spending the night on the mountain. Ah, well, they will know this, and I will turn back to the to the man and say, "Well, we are concerned that if uh, if we cannot spend the night here, we are forced, of course, to sleep on the mountain." I, you are welcome to stay if if you wish. Hmm. Of course, um, I, I fear that we will not be able to be as hospitable as we uh, usually are. We must. We must decide what to do about Yathini. Well, if we can help in any way, please let us know. We have a uh, <laughs> a group of people who love to meddle. <laughs> uh, well, something evil has been happening in this village. Something is, someone has been desecrating our burial ground. Uh, many of the corpses have disappeared, and one of a one of our young women. Um, made a trip to made, made a trip to her family in the neighboring village a week ago, and she has disappeared. Ooh. And now Danielle has told us that it is Yathini. She has re- she has been reborn. We must find her and destroy her. Can you ask him what? It's like, what what's an Athene? Who is Yathini? Ah, Yathini. You don't you do not know the the legend. 
I'm assuming I don't. Uh, actually, you do. It's I the do. long oh, okay. hand. It's the long handout. You heard it, but you heard about it from the porters. Ah, <gasps> okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't read it because we were talking. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, half fairy something something. This one? No. Shri, not Shri Badat, that's somebody else. Yes, Where is nope, the, that's the one. Oh, that is the one, okay. Yep. Uh, powerful magician, oh, okay. Um, well, perhaps we can help. There seems to be uh, uh, many, many hurdles. I will actually, at this point, I will uh, just ask uh, some of the guides to go back and get the rest of our party. Okay. If they are willing. While I continue, while we continue conversing with, uh, do our guides, our guides probably don't speak Hindu, right? In general? That is correct. Okay. Interesting thing to be translating for them. Um, if you, if you are offering assistance, the assistance of outsiders would be much welcomed. Uh, yes. We, perhaps you have some power that we do not to, uh, to deal with the Athene. Well, I'm sure some among us would be more than happy to try. Most definitely. And did did uh, Tenzing come with us, or is he still back at the at the bear site? Uh, which do you, which where would he have been invited? I would have felt weird leaving him out in the mountain when we were going to a village. Mm, I think then he would absolutely be there with you. Okay. Um, yeah, I will not volunteer his services, but I will. Uh, I guess he speaks all these languages. He speaks anything. Um, so he he's probably hearing what's happening. But yes, um, I, I'm sure that once we are all here, if if uh, we can have counsel with uh, some people in the village, whoever is appropriate, we will we will try to help. Uh, that would be much appreciated. Thank you. Uh, he will call a few villagers to make a hut available for your party to stay in. Uh, and uh, your guide will return back to Team Body to collect them. Uh, let's cut back to Team Body at the cave. Mm. Very strange, all these bodies that we don't know how they got here. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. I guess perhaps we tidy things up and try to cover the entrance or something. This doesn't seem right to me. Well, it's it seems wrong, and it seems wrong that the bear is awake. Does it seem like a bear's den, or it just seems like a slaughterhouse? Natural world. Mr. Reppin is not that natural. But an 09 will make him more natural. <laughs> uh, this is in no way, shape, or form the den of any animal. All right. You're about to get eaten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
you of little faith. Um, perhaps we need to find out from the villagers what is going on. It doesn't seem like um, this would have gone unnoticed. Yes, I think it makes sense to get back with the others. Certainly, though, wouldn't it be respectful to sort of tidy things up and cover the hole? Oh, we are outsiders. Touching their bones could be a grave infraction. Yeah, I don't think I'm comfortable with interfering unless asked. Exactly. Helping the way asked. <laughs> 